We will step into the light so you can stand in the darkness. We are Awesome. And this is Bay Watched, an homage to Buns, Babes, Hunks, and the Hop. All right, back with another episode of Baywatch. Boom! <laughs> oh, fuck you! It's been a long time. Um, you still, you still LJ Stick. He doesn't do it anymore. Uh, Somebody had to do it. D- Dave is still dealing with his wife, who I think is in a full body cast now. <laughs> <laughs> she's in traction. She's, she's actually completely broken, and they had to attach her arm to her leg so she could temporarily. Walk. Okay, she actually, she's actually moved into Kaiser Permanente. When I think of full body cast, all I think about is that stupid Got Milk commercial from oh my like God. 20 years ago at yeah. this point now, where the person's in a, had a, they get fed a cookie through a little slit in their full body cast, and then they just start freaking out because all they want is milk. Yeah, that was a good The commercial. unfortunate part about his wife, though, is when they did the full body cast, they put her in a starfish pose, so <laughs> Dave has to like... Twist and finagle to get her through the door, and it's just really, really a pain. He he walks her, and as, as she just says cartwheels. <laughs> yeah, she. <laughs> I just picture her. <laughs> and he's just like pushing her up up the driveway. The funny part is she has to do all of this with a grabber. <laughs> Uh, if only Dave actually listened to episodes where he wasn't here, then he would hear all this stuff, which is great. That's funny. All right. Anyways, so not, at this point, we're not sure who's more incapacitated: Dave, who can only operate with a grabber, or his wife, who is a full body cast. I'm going to go with his wife, who apparently had an in, uh, accident so bad in the past that it tore her bicep. That's oh. terrible. Yeah, that we learned that she actually has a robotic bicep or a prosthetic one, whichever one you want. Robotic sounds cooler, even though I don't yeah. think there's anything robotic about it. I heard that she got it from Tony Stark. She's actually... She, she had her bicep rebuilt via 3D printing. She's about to be a, uh, the the Thousand uh, Dollar Woman, just with all her, uh, <laughs> all her stuff, with all the power she's going to get yeah. from uh, this. But honestly, what's really happening is Dave's using the grabber to push her up. As she's in the Actually, Dave is using a 3D printer to make uh, an industrial strength grabber. No, I think what's really happening is nothing's wrong at all, and Dave just doesn't want to go to work. Here's what I know. Yeah, if I had the choice, it will know because the kids are here. Well, no, now coronavirus. That's true. His, his quarantined. His company already said people could stay home if they had manager approval. I had to go pick up the mic from him today, and strangely, who wasn't at the house? Eva. Hang on. The one who's broken. Hang on, where was she? I think she was at, um... She was at the hospital. Uh, no, I think, well, I think she was at, um, physical therapy. Oh, okay. She drove herself there? I'm actually... I don't know. Actually, you know what? At this point, knowing Dave, all their children are probably just being used to do everything else, yeah. too. I'm actually on self-quarantine because of the flu. I really don't want to catch the flu. And a lot more people have the flu than have the coronavirus, so... Yeah, I'm, but the death rate is way smaller. It's only, like, 1%. Point. Mm. It's actually even less than 1% for flu. It's 4% for coronavirus. That's not that totally true. I was reading about that today. In Wuhan, it was like 8%. Everywhere else, it's much lower. In the U.S., it's like 1%. No, it was like it was like five people out of, Oh, yeah, maybe. And so they, they throw these stats out there where they say, oh, the flu or the coronavirus is 10 times more deadly. Yeah, that's kind of true. It's oh. a lot more deadly than people over 65. When you look at under 65, it's 10 times more deadly than the flu, but we're talking fractions of a percent. Mm-hmm. 
It's not real numbers. And way less people get it. This year alone, 20,000 people in the U.S. have already died because of the flu. Right, but coronavirus has only been around for same three time. weeks? No, no, in the no. same amount of time. Like, the same amount of time, the flu is far outpacing. The scary part is they don't Wait, know... Wait, you're talking about the flu from January to now? Because the so coronavirus has only been with us for like a month, right? In, in the United States. They've compared the two, uh-huh. and the flu is killing at a far higher rate. I think but it's I, predictable, but and we know what it is. We don't know. We what don't know what the coronavirus is. So that's the fear part. We don't know. We don't know everything about it. Like us, for all we know, the three of us could all have it, and we don't know it, and we're just going to spread it to random people. They tomorrow. don't know how fast it's going to spread. They don't know any of that. That's why it's more scary. But I'm worried about getting the flu. Okay, all I know is I went to Costco. Stupid idea, apparently, to go just go you know shopping and get my normal stuff at Costco. The line was from the back of the building to the front, or from the front of the building all the way to the back of the building just to get cases of water and toilet paper. Which I still don't understand why. Which I don't understand why either, because my thought is, okay, unless coronavirus is affecting our water system... Which is not. If I'm stuck inside, do you know what I'm fine drinking? Tap water. Tap water. I'll live. Or just a normal amount of water that you've been drinking when you weren't sick versus when you are. Or, and toilet... Why does getting sick change our need for water? And toilet paper... My my thought when I was watching all the toilet paper was like, okay, do you really need? How long do you think we're planning on stuff? Where are you going to eat? Where are you going to? You sh- need three seventy-two packs of toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, I was going to say that already comes in in a ridiculous amount of toilet paper. We get our toilet paper from there because we get throw it in the garage and we don't. We only need to get it like two or three times a year. Yet they have the whole thing's ridiculous. Oh, it's, it's so stupid. And then they. I saw a funny meme of a guy that went to the doctor, and the doctor says, "Yeah, you know, no more monkeys jumping yeah. on the bed." No, no, he says, "He says uh, I have to tell you, but you have coronavirus." He goes, "No, there's no way." Can you check again? I says, "Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. You definitely have coronavirus." He goes, "There is no way. I just got eight cases of water from Costco and thirty-seven <laughs> packages of toilet paper. I can't have coronavirus." No. Okay. So what I think is funny about what I really wanted to do, and I did it because. The way our Costco is set up is where the water and the, all the toilet goods are is also the dairy section. So I had to wait in this long-ass line to pick up the milk for my family. And I was like, okay. And I was as I was waiting in line, I really just want to start, like, like get on the phone and start, like, pretend I was talking to someone and start coughing a bunch. I'm like, yeah, ever since I got back from, like, Seattle, from, from Washington, I've been, ugh. I've just been really sick. I don't... <coughs> I just don't know what's wrong with me. And just see if people would just start scattering so I could get through the line quicker. But, so, I know we're doing a Baywatch podcast, but... No, we're doing a coronavirus podcast. Right. But... I mean, Mitch, I, would save, Mitch already would have saved the day. That's true. I get that a lot more people have gotten the flu, right? Um, because, you know... A million Americans got the flu or whatever it was, and of those million Americans, like 20,000 died, or whatever the number is, right? Um, but, you know, 20,000 of a million is whatever that percentage is. Like, less than 1%. Right. And I think the point is that, you know, if you have five people die out of 100, that's a, gr- that's a, greater, um, that's a greater percentage than 27,000 of a million. But if only 5,000... Where there's no cure. 
But right now, well, it's not really a cure for the flu. Well, I mean, but there's no, like, coronavirus shot. I mean, there at least that's, a, what's, flu that's what's scary. They don't know how it's going to spread. Yeah. I just did the math on the deaths in 2018 to 2019 range, uh-huh. and over 600 people a week die from the flu. Right. But Which you're is looking way more than are currently dying from coronavirus. What they don't know is how fast it's going to spread. Right. Well, and, and technically, there, also, there is no cure for the flu. Right. But there is... The, flu, can, the flu shot is a guess. Yeah. yeah, you can take a... you can, But you can still... Um, you can still take precautions against the flu that are a little stronger than the precautions you can take against coronavirus. What they also for now, what they also yeah. don't know, I was reading in China, they had areas of China where the death rate was as high as like eight or fourteen percent, and other regions where the death rate was like point four percent. So they don't know exactly. I think that's the scariest part is the unknown. Yeah, and I think that's what. But to say that oh, it's one percent versus point one percent, it's ten times more people. Okay, ten times. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about fractions, though. We're not saying it's. Two percent versus twenty percent. Right. H one N one I think is still more deadly than this yeah. is because you could say if something fifty percent of people die and it's fifty percent more. Mm. Well, that's a big number of people. Also, also, times guys, more of yeah. a when this started coming out, I knew it was like, man, has it been? You know, has it been five years already? Is it time for our? Yes. Is it time for our? Deadly disease outbreak that's really not well, going to affect that many people. It was like I saw somebody tweeted at Adam Carolla, and it was something like in the 1970s, whatever. Pneumonia is going to kill us all. It wasn't pneumonia, of course, but pneumonia is going to kill us all. In the 80s, AIDS is going to kill us all. In the 90s, it was you know fill in fill in the disease. In the 2000s, it was this. In 2010, it was the swine flu. In 2015, it was this, and then now it's coronavirus. People just need something to be hysterical. Over. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. If this was never diagnosed as coronavirus, what would happen? They'd go, oh, we had kind of a bad flu year. Mm-hmm. It's a new strain, strain C. Yeah. And, oh, okay, it's just a bad flu yes. year. Well, and we I, would move on. Nobody would have panicked. Nobody would have said, oh, it's a... And, than and being, I think that it went up a little bit. What I don't understand is people can even... Still, going back to the Costco, water and toilet paper. If I'm going to be stuck in my house, do you know where I'm going to go? The so, Easy Mac line, the yeah. cup of noodles. Because you know what? Good, just eat. Do something where all you have to do is put water in and microwave it and you're good? I get the hand sanitizer, but again, well, another stat that says like 80 or 90% of the cases are very mild. Like you can put a mask on and just go through a drive-thru and get your food. Well, um, what do you need? Why are, what is all this pain? It's like a mild, mild case. In the cold open on Saturday Night Live, they were doing, like Mike Pence was given a, um, uh, a press conference about like the the efforts to stop the coronavirus or whatever, and you've got um, Larry David playing Bernie playing Bernie Sanders, and one of the one of them was like, you know, make sure you're using Purell, and then Bernie Sanders is like, no, do not use Purell. Purell only kills ninety nine point nine nine percent of all the germs. What about the top point oh one percent? Why are we giving them a pass? <laughs> you want to know the real reason that this is becoming such a big deal? Election cycle coming up. No, I honestly, the reason is. I was able to say, oh, they didn't do something or he didn't do something. It's all just the election. Well, you want to know what was funny is? Um, Fear cells. That's why, that's why news is doing in it. In 2012, when Obama, this is funny. In 2012, when Obama was president, Trump tweeted out, if the da- if the, if the stock market drops more than a thousand points in two days, the president should be impeached. That was, um, uh, President Trump's tweet. And they, somebody unearthed that 
uh, on the day that the stock market dropped 1,800 points and closed down. But you want know to call it a thousand? Like well, no, a thousand points oh, a thousand over, two over two days. What you should do, what you should do is, you know, I mean, right now, Vest and Costco, they're doing fantastic. They're being yeah. bought out practically. Hand sanitizers like Johnson and Johnson. Wait, or did you say invest in Costco or invest in Cisco? Costco stock. Because I read to invest in Cisco stock because everybody's going to be doing work from home. Oh. And Cisco Systems does all that kind of... I read just to chill out for a little bit, and all of a sudden the market's just going to come back. Because the economy is still doing great. It's just the computers are freaking out. Yeah. Somebody said, uh, today is a bad day to check your 401k. Yeah, don't look. Like no. yesterday or the day before. Whatever day that the stock market... Honestly, my thought is, they act like this. And I mean, in the sports <laughs> world, we're having these issues where it's like, oh... Like, oh, they're gonna play, are they going to play some of these games in front of an empty, an empty crowd? To which they go, well, yeah, these college basketball games are going to go. But in two weeks when we start March Madness, uh, yeah, we'll probably still keep that because because at the same time, money is what matters. And most people are like, yeah, but all those tickets we can make. Oh, that's a lot of money, though. Yeah, they canceled so, They canceled SSX, SXS, South by Southwest. They canceled like all the electronic stuff. Yeah. Um, and they're moving um, Coachella to November, I think, along with one other big festival. But... With respect to sports, you know, if they should uh, have the games, especially if you're playing at the home court. Segway. All this right. So it's called home court. Here we go. So now, <laughs> after that really long cold open, like a Baywatch episode, it's going to have almost nothing to do with this epi- this episode. Where are this this week's episode? Home court. Mitch's charismatic but roguish old buddy John D. Court. Bad that we have that middle initial. Joins Baywatch. He's actually there to pull off a shady deal. Shawnee and Jill start selling sandwiches on the beach to put a shady sandwich vendor out of business. This I mean, he wasn't really a shady. He sandwich wasn't vendor. shady at all. He just was a shitty. He just had shitty food. He he wouldn't uh, only according to Shawnee. Right? Jill had a bite of the sandwich and didn't say anything, and everybody was buying his sandwiches. So yeah. She was just more mad that his food wasn't better. And it was too expensive. Yeah, it was $4, $4 for a sandwich. Which maybe back then, I don't know what the... And it was funny because she's like, this meat sucks. And then she was like, there's not enough meat. Yeah. This meat is rotten. So the two storylines, one of them is not a storyline. So honestly, we can just talk about the sandwiches now because I think it takes about two seconds. Um, so there's a guy, he walks, he uses a NHS... And walked up and down the beach and sell sandwiches to people. You want to know what I recognized him from? And I double check. He was in True Lies. He's been in a bunch of stuff, but he was the dude who was in the van with yep, him yep, in True yep, Lies. Yep, yep, yep. As soon as he said that, and I pictured him. I was like, yes. He, had, he has curly dark hair. In the yeah. Head. He walks up and down the beach like a vendor would walk up and down the baseball stadium. Get your sandwiches. I got crab salad and so what I didn't get roast beef. He's carrying a normal size ice chest. But he's got like four or five different sandwiches, chips, sodas, and ice creams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, well, he's carrying Mary Poppins' purse. You, you don't see that actually, and he's not struggling at all to carry it. And somehow all of these things work in there because I'm guessing he's got dry ice in there and sandwiches. Well, you don't, you also you also don't see the fact that he um, you don't see the part where after every twenty minutes he has to run back to his van and restock his cooler because his, his sandwiches are so popular. Um, but this is the episode about the sandwich say, wars. During during this this this, this was Subway versus Quiznos, guys. During this episode, I was thinking like, 
It honestly sort of does feel like that overall. Um, uh, I was like, man, I sort of do want a sandwich right now, though. <laughs> like, I would eat a turkey sandwich right now. But, um, so, yeah, Shawnee gets all mad about the sandwiches. And um, like, because she gets one bad sandwich, she's like, I'm going to take this guy out of business. And so all she does is make... Better sandwich, better quality sandwiches, and it sells them for three dollars. Well, we don't know that they're better quality. She says that they'll make better quality, but that's true. Because other than her, we don't hear about quality at all. Yeah. All we hear about is price. Yeah, because the guy that you see, um, the customer, the only customer that they talked to, he didn't say like, "Man, her sandwiches are better." He just said, eh, they're three dollars instead of four. And even his girl was willing to buy one from him, him, which means she must have thought that his sandwiches have been fine too. Yeah. It's and honestly, it is like Subway versus Quiznos, where he's Subway. He was there. Maybe his sandwiches have a little less meat on them, a little less stuff. Maybe they're not as great. And Quiznos he, comes along, and he likes chopped corn. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and he also lost a bunch of weight by eating, yeah. by eating his own sandwiches. By eating his own sandwiches. Um, and then Quiznos slash the girls come along. They make better quality sandwiches and sell them for more money. But then eventually, um. They ran out of business because they can't be as good as Subway still. Well, yeah. You know, I, I made a note in this episode. Once again, we see that anybody can walk around Baywatch headquarters because, you know, they're making their sandwiches and then they go leave and then they uh, the camera pans over and he's in Baywatch like looking around the wall. I thought, I don't know about you guys, but I thought he was going to do something to the sandwiches. Right, because he's in he's in HQ. He's watching them. Well, me too. I thought he was gonna like give them bad mayonnaise or make something sick. Yeah, given that the IMDb thing calls him shady, I was ready for him to actually like go to war. All he eventually does is get bikini girls, get bikini girls, girls from Armored Car. Yeah, to hang out with him while he sells, so that way he gets more of a crowd. And now he doesn't have to walk the beach. The beach comes to him. So he's he's got that line. Yeah, they want to come see the bikini, even though. Even though you're surrounded by bikini girls, you're drawn to buy sandwiches from the guy who has bikini girls. They're at the beach where there's nothing but bikini-clad ladies, and they're like, no, we're going to go buy sandwiches from that guy who's got bikini-clad ladies. Well, and, okay, another part I thought was a little gross for Shawnee and Jill's sandwich shop, or whatever they call themselves, you know, is Trevor grabs one, Oh, yeah. And they go, unless you're going to pay for that. Really? Yeah. And they take it back from his hand and just wrap it up and put it with the rest of the sandwiches they're about to sell. Also, didn't they do that with, yes, with Shawnee? Like, Shawnee, like, was making the sandwich and she's like, all right, let's go. We got to go get more or whatever. Yeah, and they just left them on the, like, it's like, it's like, there's mayonnaise. I'm now just picturing, like, like, Craig coming off of his shift ready to eat lunch and being like, why is there mayonnaise and sandwiches everywhere? What? Why does it smell so bad? Why is the mayonnaise going bad? Oh, because they left it out. They decided to go walk around. Yeah. Because Jill and Shawnee decided to sell this on their off days. Well, and, and Shawnee's like, all right, we're going to sell souvenirs? Yeah, I did like that. Our sandwiches are selling good crazy. I mean, we could sell bikinis and hats. And thongs, which is, for people who don't know, thongs were the were flip-flops. I mean, and it's just one of those things where it's like, it's like, wow, it was a, t- it was a terrible story. But they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't even have a, a brand name yet, did they? It wasn't like they called themselves like, I'm trying to think of it. Steve. Maybe they were just trying to pass the Bechtel test where it was two women in a scene together having a conversation not about men. 
I think that's the Bechdel test. I have no idea what that means. The Bechdel test is something in like movies and books where usually it comes about because usually when there's a woman in, in a movie or TV show or whatever, she's talking about man problems or men or whatever. Right. So if you have two women together and they're not like just talking about, oh, male problems, but they're talking about life or business or whatever, um, then then they pass the Bechdel test because it's now not just like a sexist role or a misogynist oh, I see. role. But anyways, that's a sandwich storyline. It was pointless, and I'm sorry we spent that much time on it already. And, and uh, one of the guys, uh, the boyfriend in the episode, what, did an episode of 24, and Court did an episode of 24. And Court is who this show, this episode's really about, which is pretty much, it takes you about 0.5 seconds to realize that this guy is shady. Okay, so, alright. What is, why are all of Mitch's friends shysty? All of them. We're going to find out in the series finale that, like, Mitch is, like, big boss. Because, <laughs> I mean, every time we meet someone from Mitch's past, they He's are... kidnapping sh- his son. They are shady people. Yeah. Like, I mean, it did... You, I mean, honestly, it took me a good chunk of the episode to realize that maybe Court wasn't just a horrible person. But it took me a long time, because you first see him... We have the bar scene, right? To open it up with him? Yeah. Well, what was funny is we open up with somebody putting... Uh, this is I'm bringing this up because it's important. There's somebody scuba diving in water putting something under these crates. Which we don't see for a we long... We don't see. Now, we're going to find and, out... And I will say, every time they show... Because they showed that... They showed them like that like two or three times. Or they show those crates down there. And I mean... Every time I was like, I don't, what, like, when they first showed that, I was like, what the hell was I supposed to notice? Yeah. Like, I don't understand what I saw. We'll find out. So, the reason I bring this up is we're going to find out later that it's, that this guy put bombs under these crates, and the bombs are intended for court, to kill court. However, court has not accepted this job. It's a shady job, but he hasn't, he hasn't taken it. So, this guy has contacts that allow him to know that Court is up for this job. He's probably going to take this job. Now I'll have an opportunity to kill him. Because at this point, when we see that, Court is... Is Court even on his way back yet to Baywatch to do his 10 days? Because remember, no matter what, you're still a Bay, you're still a Baywatch lifeguard if you do your 10 days every X amount of years. I assume he is because he's... That all happens and then he's at the bar near Baywatch. And True. Baywatch is just his cover story. He's really there to do this job. But, I mean, this guy's really got his ear to the ground to have heard about what Court may do. And, you know. Well, especially because... Because what if Court turned the job down? Now well, the guy's killed to somebody. And, and the guy who's planting the bombs, who's trying to kill Court, is not working with the guy who hired Court no, to I, get those crates. By the way, the, the guy, when we first see him on the boat, who did you think he was? I thought he was Kelsey Grammer. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> I was like... Kelsey Grammer's in this episode? <laughs> like, Fraser Crane? And then I had to, like, backtrack and be like, well, technically, this is 1990. I was like, no, it easily could be him. He might look a little younger. Yeah, he just, the only thing would have been that he, um, he would have been fully established on Cheers by that point. Yes. And so, him doing a one-off episode of Baywatch wouldn't have made sense, but I wasn't thinking about all that. I just was like... That looks like Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer's in this episode? Yes, I thought Kelsey Grammer was. I was like, oh, it's one of his early episodes. 
It wasn't. Or no. one of his early... No, I, I, I went straight down to, to look it up and be like, Kelsey Grammer in this? Nope, he's not. By the time we saw him again, it was daylight. And I was yes. Like, okay. Yes. By the time, well, I looked it up right away and I was like, no. And then as soon as I saw him again, I was like, obviously not. I was <laughs> like, wait, is he speaking with a British accent? <laughs> I like the uh, I like the use of binoculars. Oh, yes. And the faces that he made. Like, he really wanted to see him die. Yeah. Oh, it was very... This guy... Okay, so, Court... Okay, I really was like, it's really easy to join and quit Baywatch, because all you have to do is serve your, like, how many people does Baywatch have that's like, oh, let's look at the schedule, oh, hey, it's, it's, oh, it's, uh, it's Pete's 10 days next week, oh, so he'll be here. How, by the way, how often do you have to renew your 10 days in order to keep your Baywatch license? Every five years? Every It seems a little ridiculous. Every three, every 10? It just seems silly. They all you have to do is ten days to keep it. Yeah, it's like really. Most jobs, if you only work ten days every four years, they just fire you and you don't work anymore. And why does Court even need a cover story? He could just dive and pick up the. He could just say he's visiting his friends. Yeah. Anyways, but we meet him in a honky tonk like it's Roadhouse. Yeah, he's wearing a cowboy hat, which and a t-shirt with the sleeves rolled up. He's playing pool. Uh, and he gets into, uh, some girl comes and hits on him. Of course. And, and uh, uh, attractive gal, and then she apparently has some, like, older biker guy, who you may have recognized from a lot of different, he's nope. been in a, he's been in a ton of different things, including, like, National Lampoon's Vacation and stuff. He has, like, 138 credits to his name. Does he play biker guy number seven in those things? No, he's, like, a mechanic, but he, he just, I mean, he plays that kind of a character. Right. Um, but, but not in terms of just he shows up and he's, like, there and it's, like... No, no, but I mean, like, yeah. how there's those guys who's, like, oh, that's the guy who plays bad guy number seven in, like, 20 different movies. Right. Like, like, I don't know if he's bad, or he might actually have a name in certain movies, but he always just plays a minor bad guy. I thought maybe I'd seen him in, I thought maybe he'd been in Roadhouse, but he wasn't. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Court gets in a fight with him. Beats him. Beats him. And my favorite part is he runs out with the girl, and he gets on a motorcycle that he drives away. Now, this is like a biker bar. I wish Dave was here with us for this episode. Because Dave is a biker. Dave is a biker. He He's in a biker bar. This guy seems like a biker dude. And what is he? He gets off on like a... a dirt bike. Yeah, a dirt bike. Like, I don't expect a guy to have like a... Big car. Yeah. And so he gets on this, and I was like... I thought it was Court's bike at first. I was like, okay, you're a pretty tough guy and you have this, like, dirt bike. He and probably, he's like, he no, it's this other dude. He probably stole that one because dirt bikes generally don't have keys. Oh, okay. So it's easy to steal. But it also happened to be, it also coincidentally happened to be Red's? I guess. Yeah, why not? And so they drive through the night somewhere. And they're initially followed. Initially, yes. They drive through the night. We don't know where, but I know they drove all through the night. And in the morning, we're magically not very far and back on the beach. Oh, he says that they stayed up in, like, Laurel Canyon or something for the evening. He yeah. says something like that. Yeah. And they're back on the beach. He robs Eddie of his locker while Mitch, well, while he, Mitch, and, while Mitch and Craig are just like, Oh, Court's back. Oh, Court. Oh, well, everything Court does the first, is the best. The first thing ever. he does is he sprays water on Mitch as he's driving next to him on his on the dirt bike. They get a report that there's someone on the beach, someone needs to catch them, they find them, and Mitch doesn't hear or see it, even though it's right behind him. 
And then he goes, hey, you want to have some fun? And they race up next to and spray water in on Mitch. And he's going to jump out and be mad. And then he sees. And he goes, oh, oh it's court. Oh, okay. Never mind. Guys, he's fine. No, I can't. I no can't. crime here. Here's the thing. If, if court weren't so charismatic and roguish. Yeah, it's just. It is ridiculous that Mitch. Mitch. And Craig think Court can do no wrong this whole episode. Court, who also did several episodes of, of 24. So we've got two 24 alums in this episode. Well, Bay, I mean, Baywatch is just a prequel to 24. Also, I don't know, did Ashley recognize Court from Friends? Uh, she didn't say anything. He was in an episode of, uh, or a very early episode of Friends. He gives Monica the spiel about a dead girlfriend or something, or like a broken heart. Huh. S- you sleeps with her, and then it's like, turns out that he lied to her. So... Court is back at Baywatch. He kicks Eddie out of his locker. Eddie punches him, to which Court laughs off. Like, huh, that was a good one. Um, Once again, Mitch and Craig are just laughing about everything. Well, I loved it. It's just funny. Like Mitch is like, oh, yeah, you're you're here for 10 days and harassing the people who work here full time. That's great. Awesome. First of all, I like that, that Eddie, he's taking Eddie's locker. And, and Eddie's move is to punch him. That's like Eddie's first move is to well, punch him, and then he kind of harassed him. He a did, bit. and then like he goes, the court's like, he's like, good punch. That first one's free. The next one's gonna cost you. And then he like slaps Eddie like on the back and walks out. No, and Eddie's no. like, Eddie's like bewildered, but also Eddie seems charmed by him. I, I think turned on. I think he's like, <laughs> oh, I like him. Except for later when he's like, I don't like him. Except then, and then. Ten minutes later, he's like, I like him enough to do anything for him. Because Eddie has a... Eddie but very as, soon as, as soon as Shawnee likes him, now Eddie hates him. Yeah. Um, so, we court then bumps into another one of Mitch's old... Their old lifeguard buddies. Oh, doesn't bump into. Strategically goes to his shop. Well, he had loaned him the money to buy open the shop. And pretends like he just bumped into him. Like, hey, oh, by the way... It would help me with some stuff. Yeah, I got some business to take care of. It's not. It's not illegal. It's just keeping money from the government. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. He didn't know. He says he the doesn't. Think, he just says it has nothing to do with drugs or guns or something like. Like he's like, I don't do anything with drugs, guns, or something else. Just explosives. Just well, no, he, but he says it's keeping some a little tariff away from the tax man. And when and the guy Sam's like, okay, and he's like, I knew that tax man. Thing would get you. So they end up going out the next day, diving down to see these boxes that we've seen. And there's some C4 down there. We find out that's what was placed underneath there. And it blows up and kills Sam. Yeah. To Before which- that, though, there's lots of um, beefcake and push ups from court. We have him walking the beach, doing push ups. Oh, gosh. Uh, and then walking the beach, and then doing more push-ups. It was a, this was a heavy beefcake episode. For a minute, Brittany goes, what did these have to do with anything? Nothing. Nothing. Usually the montage is about something. This montage is just... This montage is about court. Yeah. It's about... The episode was named for him. It's just about undressing court with your eyes. And That's all it was. Why wasn't the episode called Home Court Advantage? Well, why was it called Home Court at all? Don't know. I mean, I know his name is Court... John D. Court, glad we know his that D stands for Dick. John Dick Court. Yeah. 
I, I just would have figured it would be called home court advantage. If you're going to call it home court, I don't know why they didn't add advantage in. Because they didn't think that hard. Uh, they just thought, man, look. Honestly, when I first saw the, the before I read it, when I saw this home court, I was like, I was like, oh, is this going to have something to do? I, I thought it was going to be a, a Mitch Hobie divorce I was child. Like, well, I was like, why is it spelled without a U? That was my first thought. I was like, oh, they seriously spelled this wrong? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought Why so. didn't they just spell his name the way, like, home court would be? Or, yeah, because. Because. Listen, John Dick Court doesn't have time for you. And don't remember, guy, hang on. We didn't, did we tell, mention how John D. Court was in the Marines? Oh, no, he was a SEAL. He was a SEAL. Oh, Navy SEAL. So was Sam. So was Sam. And don't worry, they all mention the fact that he's a SEAL a bunch. Yeah. That means he, cause, because... That's part of Mitch's and Craig's defense for him. He's like, well, man, he's a SEAL. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't do anything bad ever. Above the law. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Sam dies. Blown up. Gets blown up and dies. Sam, the, you know what? The, they'd gone a while without killing an old characters. You know, in the movie, they killed the old guy, and they're like, all right. It's been a while since we killed an old person. I didn't know that when a bomb went off underwater, you still saw fire. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Um, I've worked with C4, and yes. Oh. Evidently. Well, there we go. Um, I used to be a SEAL, guys. But they... Okay, so... I couldn't quite tell. When Sam dies, it was hard for me to read the reactions. Like, Mitch only seems sort of upset. I mean, he sort of frustrated the court lied to him about what he was really doing. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time it goes straight to you, like, well then someone's trying to kill you. It's no longer like, dude, our friend is dead because they were helping you. It goes, well who's trying to kill you, court? Hey, there's no time to mourn the dead, man. You gotta keep moving. Moving forward. And they have like a little drinking party. At first they seemed... Eddie's invited to. At first they seemed uninfected by it. Like, I thought they were just hanging out. Yeah. They didn't really seem to... And... So, and we get a little side here where, like, you could tell that, like, Court's a little upset that Sam, is, like, is, is hurt that Sam died doing this. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe Court's not a horrible person. Maybe he's okay. And then the next scene we see him is he has Eddie now with him on the boat, ready to dive down there. And I was like, F you, man, you're about to kill Eddie now instead? And you're just like, well, shit, I don't want to die like Sam did. Now, let's get this new guy who punched me the other day. Let's send him down there. We'll see what happens maybe, then. Maybe Eddie punched him the second time we didn't see it, and so Court's like, I told you, the first one was free. The second one's blown up. Um, and then they were able... Oh, no, they, all they did was find that there was stuff down there, right? Yeah, that's where he di- That's where he discovered C- the C4. Like, he didn't know it was C4 before. He knew that it had just exploded. Right. He discovered it was C4. And that's when, after that is when Mitch is the one, like, someone's trying to kill you. And well, then that's it. and he said, "This is exactly what we would have used in the Marines." Well, so is there anyone from the Marines that would try to kill you? Well, I mean, there's this one guy, but man, he's totally forever in prison. Well, which I love that they said he's in Attica, but they never explained how he got out of Attica. If he's in Attica for twenty years, if you're going to purposely drop that, at least have a line that's like, "Yeah, I broke out," or you know, whatever. He just got released. Yeah, just got released. Good so, behavior. Something. Nope. They talk. They give you this whole storyline about how he he went and turned this pretty much like told on. I mean, turned this guy in. Said like this guy's up to shit. Yeah. 
turned this guy in. Court, you know, the guy got court martial. All this stuff got you know all upset. Apparently, this is the guy who's been hunting him. We barely, honestly, actually deal with that storyline. But like, the guy that, that part of the storyline, as far as why who this guy is and why he's killing him, gets like thirty seconds of, of notice. All, and all you ever see of him is binoculars and his weird mouth movements. Yeah, like oh, mouth. and his um, and his tattoo Aww. to know that he's Aww. yeah, he was something. Uh, there, I do like that scene where um, once. Court's like, man, no one's trying to kill me. And then all of a sudden he notices that there's a bomb in Sam's surf, surf shop or wherever they're yeah. in. Longest second ever. Three, two, one. He looks at it. It's on one. And he looks at it and he's like, Eddie! and then he like runs and jumps. And how is this guy never detected? Because, because he's at sale, man. And he doesn't want to kill him. They made sure to point that out. He wants to see Court explode. Yes, because they point out, like, if this guy wants to kill you, why isn't he just shot you by now? Because realistically, if you're willing to go through and you know all this information about him where you're able to predict his movements enough that you could plant bombs that almost kill him every time, you probably could just hang out somewhere, you know, with 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 something with a scope on it and just... Shoot him from a distance and just disappear. He should put it in one of uh, in one of uh, Court's cans, right? Those are what they're called. The Baywatch oh, plastic yes. thing. Whatever. Yeah, he, he put it in that. That's right. But instead, it's the last. Oh, I love. They're fighting in the water, and he's got the knife. He's got the knife. Just holding it up. It doesn't cut anything other than the hose perfectly, easily. Which is cool. <laughs> but then here comes Baywatch. And Eddie and Hoff are hanging off the side, and the boat doesn't. Why don't you slow the boat down and then jump? No, no. The boat's got to go full speed, and Eddie and Hoff swan dive off the edge into the water. Which okay, very dramatic. Which I do love that they swine dive off, dive off of that kind of stuff. I love that they do stuff like that. Yet when in the previous episode, when when Craig has to dive down to see where the armored car is. Huh? Pencil dive. He pencil dives down, comes up, and then dives from in the water. From the water down to twenty feet. Instead of just well, why didn't you just dive off the first place and then you would have yeah. been going down twenty feet would be a lot easier if you're already doing that. Boat, height. That boat was going full speed though. Yeah. And they had and then they had Well and yeah. Well that's because Craig's stuntman wasn't available to to dive. Yeah, his stuntman was sick that day. Yeah. They get in there and I maybe missed it, but I'm pretty sure Eddie punched the wrong guy. I don't know who they were fighting. Honestly, there was a certain point. I think Eddie just punches somebody because I thought when they pulled back, he had punched Court. Eddie, Eddie they really might likes have. to punch people. Because they might have because at that point, they're both in their scuba gear. I'm just going to punch somebody. Yep. And I these think, fists are going to make contact. I honestly was I, I honestly was getting confused. I was like, hang on, who is who? I guess fine. You guys punch them both and drag them both away. That's fine. Then you'll figure out who's who later. Yeah. And that's pretty much what they do. As they go away, one court's finally like, ah, it's court. And they're like, oh, okay, we can let him go. Well, that's because court was wearing the, like, colorful gear, whereas the other dude, whatever his name is, is all in black. Also, why did why you guys ever stop putting up a fight? Like, when they came to break it up, the bad guy just stopped. Because he knew the oh. court was still going to blow up in the boat, man. Yeah. Cause and so they, that's, when Ed, that's when they find out, because they're sitting in the boat, and Eddie goes, you know... If he really wants you dead so bad, why wouldn't he just shoot you? 
and they like sit there for 45 seconds or a minute, and he goes, oh no, he jumps in the water, immediately goes right to where the bomb was set, because he knew where he'd put it, takes it off, and then gets back in, and they got it. Yeah. Okay, what I think is great is, okay, I mean, I know we saw him plant the bomb, but if you're court, and this is, you've already been bombed twice by this guy. You you didn't think he thought he happened to just appear by your boat with a knife for the night, and there was no bomb they planted anywhere. Yeah. Like, how did he get that long to be like, you know what? We should probably leave this boat here. We should all go back with with Mitch and the other boat. The other part I didn't understand is was it on a timer or was it just like once the boat started, it was going to blow up? I must have been on a timer because he detached it and drove yeah. away, and then it blew up. What I didn't understand though was the guy wanted to blow him up so bad he successfully set the bomb. All he had to do was swim back to his boat and leave, and they would have never known. Why did he decide to pull Court in and fight him? Why do bad guys do anything? Well, because if, if say he would have won, the bomb was about to go off. He was going to die too. Well, he would have known. They would have known something was up if all of a sudden he gets into his boat and then just takes off without fighting. Well, okay, he could have swam over yeah. and gotten in, and laid down in his boat. He was yeah. far enough away, right? But this, the thing that still fr- it doesn't matter because the thing that's still most frustrating is the fact that. Mitch and Court, Mitch or Mitch and um, Craig let Court do whatever the fuck he wants all the time. Like through all of this, hey, he's hey, a Navy Seal, Navy Seal man. Through all of this, hey, he's charismatic and roguish. Does Mitch ever give Court even even when it's like even when they have to go split up the fight? It's still like oh they're oh don't worry it's just Court. Oh man, Court, glad you're okay. Listen, Court was the, is the son that Mitch has always wanted. <laughs> even even uh, Eddie gets in on it. When they're out palling around and yeah, they make some joke about take your little lover with you, Court throws the guy down and puts his arm on his neck and then he goes, that's not how we handle that here. Except for the fact that he had punched him. But, he punched Court 30 seconds prior. Well, no, but that was the, that was a civilian. Yes. And then he goes, but that was effective. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, or like, that was still pretty cool, man. Because pretty much Court can do no wrong. Do mean, only, yeah. only be cool. Cork could have knifed the guy. Well, to be fair, the guy was beating his... I mean, not beating, beating, but he was getting uh, uh, abusive with his girlfriend. No, but I'm still saying... But like, yes. In the whole, in the whole story, like, like even when they find out that Court, you know, Sam dies because they're getting... They're doing, he did this job for Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. <laughs> like, they go to Kelsey Grammer's boat, like, Mitch and Gardner yeah. and Court, and when he's like... Like, Mitch never once is like, okay, like, or Gardner never once like, okay... Well, court, you're still gonna have to come and talk to us about all of this information. Yeah. No, 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 no. They're like, man, that guy is lying. You're right, court. Listen, they're bros. Bros. He's uh, a Navy SEAL. Bros. Bros. Back. Bros. He's a Navy yeah. SEAL. Don't you know when you become a Navy SEAL, the rules don't apply to you? That's right. Except for the bad guy, who also was a Navy SEAL, who betrayed everything. But that's because uh, they were trying to kill court. That's irrelevant. <laughs> Listen, you can be a good Navy SEAL, but questionable. But you can't be a bad Navy SEAL. Yes. Except for the guy who's a bad guy. That, that's what I'm saying. You can't be a bad Navy SEAL. Oh, you, that's, that's why they like draw a line with it. Court's not doing drugs or guns or, or child porn or porn. He's just beating people up, stealing stuff. Oh, he, he, was, he wasn't stuff. even stealing. He was recovering. Putting his friends in danger. He, was, he stole a motorcycle. Borrowed. Borrowed. <laughs> borrowed. The guy never... Bar- borrowed with admittedly not in, no intent to return. Listen, the guy... The guy did not file oh, a police report. You missed the part where Court technically he, is working with the. Um, he also stole a lot. But with the car thieves from like 
four or five episodes ago. Eddie, that's true. Eddie is borrowing Quartz Locker. That's right. Eddie's borrowing Quartz Locker. That was the girlfriend's boyfriend's bike, right? So, you know, so she was using... She got it in the divorce. He Listen, he said, oh, we're going to give it back to him, or she's going to sell it. He didn't say, I'm not... He didn't say, I'm going to sell it. He said, or she's going to sell it. Okay? That guy never filed a police report. The bar fight was not his fault. The dude came up and was like... The guy came up, started beef with him, and threw the first punch. It's true. Court just put up his glass, and the guy broke it. You know what? Court is in the right this whole episode. Yes. Which is why Court most of all like her for me. Just because he's cool and can do whatever the hell he wants. This is how cool he is. He's going to show up in the 2003 Baywatch, like, Hawaiian wedding movie as Court. He doesn't come back. Sometimes you see character, uh, actors on this show who play multiple parts. Right. Um, he's he's going to come back as Court. He's returning for the Baywatch movie in 03. You know? Well, we'll get there eventually. One day you guys are going to understand Court. I mean, at this rate, we'll get there in six years, so... Yeah, I get it. I was a Navy SEAL, so I get Court. For me, the most valuable lifeguard is actually, for the first time, I'm going to go to an inanimate object. Oh! I've got to give it to the ice chest. Because that thing <laughs> stored... We think Yetis today are cool. That ice chest, all at once, was able to store ice cream, presumably frozen, uh-huh. chips... Drinks, presumably not frozen, just cold, and sandwiches. Yep. Yeah. Also, and make it light enough that this guy can carry it and run around the beach. Also, I haven't seen the whole season, but Court might get life out of the week for me from here on out. <laughs> Probably. I mean, at least for me, he'll at least get one every five years when he comes back for his 10 days. That's right. That's right. Oh, Court's back for his 10 days, life card of the week. Oh, maybe that's why he's at the wedding, actually. I want to go to three. Maybe, maybe it's, uh, I had to come back for my 10 days anyways. Maybe he's doing his 10 days in Hawaii. Um, wait, wait, what? I want to write some John D. Court fan fiction. What What year was this released? I think we're in 90 or 91. 91. I mean, oh, no, 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 89 or 90 is the season so one. 90 and when's the wedding? 2003. Oh. He'll be back in 13, 13 years. years. Uh, but you know what? Ten years, thirteen years for court, you can punch it. Yeah, I mean he's a Navy Seal. He's a Navy Seal. Also, just because it, the movie's in two thousand three doesn't mean thirteen years in Baywatch time. That's past. true. That's yes. true. We haven't learned yet if Baywatch has normal time time or not because they Baywatch hasn't done holiday episodes. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. sh- and we should based off where we are be getting. We're about halfway through the season. So we should have, we should have at least seen a Christmas or be on a Christmas episode soon. The Christmas episode was when it was raining and those criminals were on the loose. Yeah. Plus, we don't know that Baywatch actually follows the laws of time. And because well, they are becoming kind of superpower time. Well, and, so and for all we know, now. Baywatch, I mean, technically, yes, this show was aired throughout the whole, you know, a normal season year on TV. But it's the beach, so technically this whole season takes place between, like, May and September. Let me ask one other question. Did the bad guy, I couldn't tell, did the bad guy intend to also kill to kill Sam? Because he knew Sam. I don't think so. Because I thought he said something like, well, now Sam. Sam's out of here. Because they were all Navy SEALs together. Sam was, a Navy, Sam was at least in the Navy. I believe he was a SEAL. Yeah, but he was at least presumably in the they knew each other. Yeah, because Court talked about how they were in the Navy together. But they all know each other. Anyone, everyone and who's anyone knows each other from past. I wish get, that we would find out that the Hawk was a, uh, that Mitch was a I wish they no, would have said what the heck was in the boxes. He just stayed at Baywatch. You wish what? I wish they would have told us what was in the boxes. That's true. That's for a later episode. Actually, why did I not give Lifeguard of the Week to the boxes? 
Because that explosion was so Dude. violent okay. and killed people. It is Brad Pitt's wife's head in the box. The box, <laughs> the box just kind of fell apart. Like the sides stayed intact and the electronics stayed mostly intact yeah. and laid sort of right around the same area to be found. Yeah, it was it was um, the uh, the stuff that's in the suitcase in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So, who's your left around the week? Oh, I court court. Oh, yeah. Court. Why, court. why are you asking silly questions? Court. Uh-huh. I didn't realize you were still on. Yeah. Bro Look at, first of all, first of all, we're Navy SEALs. Though. Okay. I didn't realize you were like Dave. You're gonna have a picture of him on your wall. Yeah, I might. You never Dave, know. Dave probably does have a picture of Paul oh, on his for wall. Sure, Dave's got a full size, <laughs> life size picture on his wall. And he's so, like, yeah. he's like, I'm gonna be just like Court. So on the back of his door, so when he opens it, gets gets his clothes in the closet, and got motivation. He actually has a cutoff, and it, and then he like stands behind it, and it's just like his head on court's back. And he just wears a cowboy hat. Yeah. He actually had a had a long nightshirt made. Yeah, and the front of it is court. Yeah, full frontal too. Full frontal. This is this is what I dream of his penis to look like. I mean, I don't think about it a lot, but I mean, I'm really disappointed that I never showed his penis to this. That's Dave saying, because Dave misses things when Dave gets out when there's males and you don't get to see their penis. Yeah. Um, um, if you don't want to get a beat up by court, then you'd have to like this. Yep. And we'll look, because we know who's listening. If you don't like this, if you don't follow us or reshare us, we're sending court your way. Court's yeah. coming. Home court advantage. Home <laughs> court's in session. <laughs> court's in session. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace. Later.